Welcome to the Winner's Playbook with Steve and Josh. Disclaimer, the information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not take into account your personal circumstances. Please head to the show notes if you wish to book a free 15-minute call to discuss your personal situation. Okay, team, welcome back to the Winner's Playbook. My name's Steve Sonnen. I'm here with Joshua Lee, my colleague. Josh, how are you going? Good, Steve. Got a new look this week around as well, so I'm feeling fresh and a big start to the year. Yep, yep. New look, new year, ready yep. to go. We're stuck into it for 2024. We've had a huge week, believe it or not. It's normally pretty quiet before Australia Day, but this week's been unbelievably busy. Lots of activity, lots of client activity. How have you found it? Yeah, yeah. Like I, everyone always used to say with the industry after, was it Melbourne Cup, that it, everything sort of slows down. It doesn't really pick up after a Australia Day. And, you know, I haven't seen that whatsoever. We were just, it's just been flat out up to the end of the year. And then over the break with all the social media and everything that we, we're doing, there's just so many people out there that need help. And mm. I don't think I've ever actually been this busy, not just in terms of January, but just in terms of ever. There's just so yeah. many people that want to want to speak and, you know, client referrals, people coming through our social media, and then just in general, people that we've got within the business needing help. And I think it's just a reflection of just what's going on in the world. There's, things are just rapidly changing so quickly. Yep. Interest rates, you know, at right near their peak, maybe talks of cuts at the back end of the year as well. You know, property, share markets at all-time highs. So it just never ends. No, that's right. And it's probably a good segue, mate. Like, you know, and because it's so busy, there's lots going on. Mm. Sometimes we miss things every now and then or not not you and I don't but for clients it's extremely busy and, and hard to keep on top of and I think unfortunately this is where like scammers and stuff have uh, maybe found it a little bit easier and and especially over the last 12 or 18 months we've seen a lot in the papers with financial scams and lies and and everything going on it's a bit of an issue now because I'm seeing a lot more of it and we've had to yeah. fix a number of issues that we've seen come through from scammers and, and things like that but what's your take on it, mate? What, you know, what, what's what's going on with this scamming stuff and the financial services, and and mm. you know, how do we fix it? Yeah, there's a lot lot to unpack there because obviously scammers have always been around since you know probably life existed, I think. But because of the the digital age that we live in, it's just mm. so easy these days. And I've even had people in my family that have been done by some of these scams, and you know they come in all shapes and sizes. But particularly on the on the finance side of things it's just i think it's 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 very easy for scammers these days because they just play at everyone's desire to you know create wealth and and get rich kind of quick for their family so it's very easy in for scammers these days and 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 we're seeing it all from our social media unfortunately like we've seen all the advisors on social media have to be so careful because there's all these people just reflecting or copying their accounts mm. and and then speaking to people online and and people not knowing the better and getting sucked into some of these scams but i think what we're going to sort of touch on today is there's some pretty noticeable red flags to look out for when 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 to see this which you know most people would you know generally steer away from but unfortunately there are still people that do get sucked into these scams and that's just not the elderly it's you know people in their 20s and 30s you know trying to just make money quick and that's maybe where some of this comes from is you just got to change your way of thinking around you know creating wealth and it's not a get rich overnight thing and that when you see those types of investment opportunities well, that's probably your first sort of red flag that maybe you need to look at it a bit care yeah. more careful that it could be a, could be a scam. But yeah, well, what's a bit of your take in terms of why people get sucked into some of these scams? 
Yeah, look, if we're talking specifically about financial scams, and most of the time it is, right? Like it's yeah. most about financial and being that we work in financial services, we, we see quite a bit of it. Look, it definitely, the biggest ones I see, and, and maybe it's you can either call it scams or just lies, right? Mm. It's when I see a guaranteed return. If ever I see that word to start with, a guaranteed return and whatever it may be, you immediately want to start asking questions because there's, there's generally no such thing. Yeah, we've yeah. actually seen guaranteed returns and fixed interest and it's blown up, right? Yeah. And, and that's been all over the papers clearly a number of times. So that to me is a scam, really. That's your starting point. And unfortunately, people get sucked into those. And so if you see that, that that's a red flag, I think. And then secondly, I think if they're the biggest one that I see now is, is as you said, imitating an organisation. So they're going to imitate, say, our company, Link Wealth Group, and pretend that they're you know, me or you, mm. that can be a huge issue. We've got to do all we can to educate our clients about what, what you know, if we're ever going to contact them in certain ways, but we would never ask for personal information across emails. And unfortunately, people do get stuck into that where they've given up personal information through an email address or yeah. clicked on a certain link that uh, has come through pretending to be a certain company, whether it's our company or another company, for instance, and that's unfortunately occurring. So they're... Yeah probably the two biggest areas i see the concerning part and there's a number of ways you can obviously fix that we'll talk about how to how to work through those areas but what what what, what do you see mate what's the biggest areas yeah. that you see come through the what the one you say of guaranteed returns i've i've spoken about this before and yeah. that's just kind of your immediate red flag because really there's only a couple of investment classes or investments you can get here in australia and around the world that do provide you guaranteed risk-free returns. Yeah. And that's really the one big one here in Australia cash. is the term deposit or cash, yeah. exactly. So you stick your money in a savings account, you know the rate of interest you're going to get. You put your money in a term deposit, the government guarantees up to $250,000 that even if the bank was to collapse, you're going to get your money back. And we've actually seen that in the last hmm. uh, 12 months over in the US. There was some of that in the, the government yeah. over there having to actually bail out, bail out some of the investors. So term deposits, but the, the returns on those are, you know, five pushing at best 6%. But when you start hearing of guaranteed returns, probably 8 9% and above, that's yeah. kind of your immediate point to start thinking, all right, that's to get those sort of returns, you need to be taking on higher levels of risk. And if you're getting 8 9 10% returns, that's usually going to mean you're in the share market or property market in some way, shape or form. And where I've seen some of those before is, you know, property development funds. I've seen, you know, providing yeah. these higher returns of 10 and 15%. Yeah, guarantees. And I've spoken to many clients about it. And although they can maybe produce that, but there is no guarantees and it could easily blow up and you could lose your money. And that's yeah. what I think, you know, the guaranteed return one is always one that just always immediately stands out. And also crypto is another one you've got to really watch out for because I've seen some real unrealistic, you know, returns promised in that space, well and truly above 10 and 15%. And, and that's what a lot of the scammers actually use is they use crypto and usually get you onto some sort of platform. And we've even, I've, I've seen this and have people reach out to me around this. And even to the fact that AI and one person told me that these scam accounts had actually used some sort of AI to be me in a way and call them, which is just 
fucking insane that they that they could do that. So you have to be just so alert. But when it it's when it's too good to be true, it usually is going to be too good to be true. But yeah, the immediate red flags for me, anything to do with guaranteed returns, if it's not a term deposit or cash, and if there's anything starting to talk about crypto because of the regulation in it, like we as advisors don't even advise on cryptocurrency because of the lack of regulation. So if yeah. anyone's ever trying to drag you onto some sort of a platform and promise some, you know, unrealistic returns, it's immediate your your red flag. And no advisor is generally going to be like on our social media, like we put out lots of content. We never proactively engage with clients or message them from the platform and and, yeah. and do it that way. It's always if people want to speak with us, they're coming to us first. We're not messaging people on these platforms. So what all these scam scammers generally do is they're practically hunting you down and 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 getting onto you that way. So there's a couple of just you know immediate sort of red flags to to look out for. But yeah, they're definitely some of the ones that you know I've I've witnessed myself over the last twelve months. But in, yeah, I guess getting getting sucked into it. Like what what is it that you see that why are people falling for these, Steve? Like what is it that's actually happening there? Oh, look, uh, unfortunately, it is the I want to get rich quick. A lot of times I, I want the easy way to make money. Yeah. And you and I both know after being advised for a long time and you know, financial, I've been working financial services for 25 years, there's no such thing. There's just no mm. such thing as get rich quick. There's no such thing. It's as simple as that. So, you know, there's true, there's, tr there's tested and tried ways to make money. And we'll talk about those in a minute. But yeah, it's, it's simple is that people are looking for that easy way to to get cash, and it, there's just no easy way. And so, you know, the the the, the tested way the, to make wealth is unfortunately the it sounds the boring way, but it just works. It's investing for long periods of time yep. into a, a consistent, well-regulated market of of assets and doing it consistently. Yep. And that is how you make a lot of money. It's it's sounds very boring. Yep. But that's that's it, you know. And yep. it, it, there's no there's no tricks to it. You just got to get invested, get invested for a long period of time and do it consistently over a long period of time and you will get there. Well, well let's let's talk a bit about that and and what I'd add to just before we do it is it's yeah it's that impatience and mm. you know particularly my you know the younger generations are just yep. so impatient like they just yeah. want to be 21 and be a, a millionaire and, and the problem with that i think is again social media you're looking on instagram and you're seeing all of these people flashy cars flashy this and you know I, i've i've even spoken to some people social media what do we call them like influencers big followings and you know drive these flashy cars and then you actually look behind the scenes because i've spoken to some of them and they've got nothing like they've actually, yeah. in terms of wealth, they're, they're driving around these two, $300,000 cars and they've got no wealth behind them. And that's personal yeah. experience from speaking to people, obviously won't name names yeah. or anything of sorts. So you just got to, you got to really, you know, watch for that because it's everyone's, it's all about the glitz and the glamour and, you know, someone's driving around in a Ferrari and shooting videos, but they've probably just rented it. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. they don't, all the wealthy people aren't actually doing that. And, you know, I think that's just, again, it's a playing on people's emotions. Like oh, yeah. there's people in their twenties and they're doing that. Like, why am I here? And, you know, I've got nothing. And then, and then again, that's when it leads people get sucked into these online programs, scams, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But if we then start talking about, you know, tried and true way to then say, make money, like you were saying, it's a, get rich slow you know yes you can get rich quick you know there are those sort of unicorns where businesses just blow up and become huge overnight 
we've seen that, but that's really the minority. And I think the the biggest thing is if you do, you know, want to create wealth, or even if you run into some wealth from an inheritance or whatever it may be, or even winning winning a lotto, because you know you always hear about the stats of people winning uh, the lottery and within five years the mass majority of them are broke, and that's where you then got to go down to. If you're going to try and make money over the long term, we well, got to start with actually changing like your underlying habits and and what you're doing uh, with your money as well. And, and I did a video on this a uh, bit earlier in a week, Steve, and, and said that most people in Australia and around the world, they don't actually have a income problem. They actually have a savings and a spending problem. So it's looking at what you're actually, because the money's not going to change it. If you've got issues with how you manage your money and you're really impulsive and you're always buying crap. Having yep. the money is not going to actually change and make you wealthy. You're just going to end up doing more of it. And it just amplifies more of who you are. So, like, what what are some of the you know I don't know techniques, habits, or you know what what are some of the wealthy people, and how do you even sort of do some of that yourself, Steve? Yeah, look, yeah, we've got a lot of clients, and we see what works and what doesn't work. Clearly, what you just said, right, spending less than you earn is is your starting point. You've got to mm-hmm. have that gap of what to invest. I've speak on my own behalf how and how I've got there. Yeah, you know, diversified portfolio property over a long period of time and, and multiple of them, share market, a yep. combination of index active, whatever it may be, but just starting index funds, low cost index funds, and just get invested over a long period of time. And then thirdly, I think of the the best way that I've, I've probably made money is business. You know, it's um, controlling a business and, and doing a business so that you can control and grow yourself as uh, can be extremely good way to make a lot of money but all those combined can really ex- you know expedite your wealth significantly and i've seen that for clients as well you know and that's called having a good diversified portfolio but doing it over 20 years really yeah so that's that's how i got there and you really just have a it's a simple plan like it doesn't need to be rocket science yeah. it's just actually having a plan and a framework and and sticking yep. to it and and it, always what i say to clients is your three best investments that i see and and for me and, and for you you know business is one but not everyone wants to get into business and we've spoken yep. about you know how hard that actually is and and that's not for everyone but to create real wealth you don't need to do it through business as well you can do it in property investment portfolio share market and even if you're putting just doing basic um, numbers you put a hundred dollars in per week, say into a basic share market, high growth share fund or something like that over 40 years, that's going to give you a million bucks by the time you're 60. So it doesn't need to be anything fancy, but that's the problem is that that doesn't really appeal to the masses who want everything now and and don't want to, don't want to wait. But I think you can, you know, it's just about getting a basic plan in place, Mm. repeatedly doing those habits over the longer term and, you know, you'll get there. And also just figuring out, like, what do you actually want? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, what does it totally. mean to be a millionaire? Like, what does that even mean to you? Yeah. You know, I've seen some clients that have got some really good money behind them and, you know, they like they want to keep building, but like for what? They don't even know what they want. So I think it's yeah. like we've spoken about a lot is, again, is just actually figure out what you want and does being a millionaire actually appeal to you or could you live quite comfortably with just a, a house and maybe, a you know, one investment property or a holiday home and, you know, that's a good life for you. So again, it's Enjoy just the rest. Sort of comes down to, yeah, yeah, exactly right. So it's, yeah, I think a big part of it is just really figuring out what you want to get out of life as well. Yeah, totally, totally agree. Yeah. And what about some of the biggest mistakes that you see people make with their money? And I I might kick this one off, Steve, because I see I've had so many people in the last week reach out to me about buying cars. <laughs> and And this is, again, like I said a bit earlier about people having a, not having an income problem, but having a savings and a spending problem. And as your income is naturally rising, it's you've got to be really wary of that lifestyle creep because your income keeps going up 
your expenditure typically then rises with that unless you have that rock solid plan in there. And then the big one is I always, and I have, I've had so many people ask me about it this week and is about, you know, buying, you know, luxury cars or, or buying na- nice cars. And I think you can do that, but then I think there is some, some rules to it. And there's a couple I actually put down and I was going to do a video on this. So I might just put it out here first on the podcast of like, when does it actually make sense to buy a, a nice car or buy a car in your, in your journey? Cause it's, it's obviously a, an emotional thing that you're doing. You don't have to. And a couple of, this is actually what I told a client uh, just yesterday or the day before. And it was, it was number one, you need to have enough cash to actually pay that car that you're going to buy outright. Not that you will though, not that you will, because you're not going to take a hundred grand and just put put it into a car and it's a depreciating asset. It doesn't pay you anything. So that was one of one of one of the first rules I, I said. Second one was you need to be earning at least after tax equivalent to what that car would cost you if you paid it outright. So if the car's hundred K, you need to be clearing hundred K after tax before it warrants being able to to do that. The if you're gonna be buying the car, it's probably through a lease or a debt type arrangement. It has to be tax deductible to you as well. It's a lot easier when you're in business, but even if you are, you know, depending on what your personal role is, if you're an employer, you can still claim a lot of that as a tax deduction. But more importantly, like all of we're talking about here is like you actually need to have some investments first as well. And before you go out and start buying any of those nice cars like you see everyone doing online, like look behind the scenes and start building some wealth first, like get your first home. Mm. have an investment property, start building up your investment portfolios and ideally have your passive income from all of those investments, pay any of the toys and fun stuff you want to do. Like if you want to go on holidays, you know, you've got all this passive income coming in that's going to be able to do all of that. But again, no one likes to hear that because that takes a lot of years to get to that sort of a position and they want it all, you know, sort of here and here and now. So I think, yeah, that what you're spending your money on is one of the biggest mistakes in your lifestyle and particularly cars is, one that everyone sort of falls for because they always have, you know, try to portray this image that they're that they're wealthy, but that, you know, that person, like I said earlier, that you see online could be just renting that 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 really nice car, and it's it's no reflection of true wealth. No, totally. Oh, there's a, a thing on Instagram at the middle where the guy is taking a photo in a private jet, but it's not a private yeah. jet; it's just like a cutout. Yeah, and he's taking a photo, and dead set looks like he's in a private jet, and nine times out of ten is probably fake, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. I love all those points on when to buy a car because we get that question a lot. Yeah. And I've you've obviously thought about it a bit deeper than what I've. I've just said you've got to set yourself up first, simple, yeah. right? But I like what you said there about those those points of when you can do it. But if you know, for the consumers out there or the clients out there that, you know, what what are some of the ways they can protect themselves in this stuff? You know, with the scams or lies or financial lies. What what are some of the things they can do? Well, if you if you ever seeing any investments or you're speaking to someone, actually look at their credentials and yeah. don't just someone starts messaging you online, don't just immediately engage. Like take a step back. Yeah. And before you do any purchase in life, I think you need to do like we're just speaking about cars. Like don't just think of it and go out and buy it within a week. Like think about it for maybe a few weeks or a month before you go yeah. out and do it. So don't be so impulsive. But particularly on the you know talking uh, for financial advice, like we're all regulated. If you go onto the uh, ASIC Money Smart Register and you Google mm-hmm. financial advisor, so if you Google either Stephen Sloan or Joshua Lee, yeah. you're going to see us on there and you're going to see that we're actually uh, licensed financial advisors. And that's definitely a starting point. If you're seeing any of these like financial gurus or anyone online that are preaching any of this, actually just check out and make sure they 
checkout and yeah. make sure they're a legit person and and they've got their credentials because there's a lot of people out there those influencers that don't have any qualifications and then they're not they're not um, actually legally able to give any financial advice whatsoever so that's just your i think your immediate one if you're, you're speaking to anyone just actually suss them out before you're yeah. you're going into any sort of venture and get another opinion even i think is yeah. another good way just if you see something get an a, a opinion from someone else or if you're not sure if this person's a financial advisor or maybe or or regulated maybe actually reach out to one of us or someone else that you know who is yeah. actually a regulated financial advisor so or can give advice but what, what about you steve what would you put in there definitely i'd say contact them yeah get on the front foot and make yeah. contact with them to so call the company they work for you know call their officers call them personally direct because unfortunately now with ai and all these tools and tricks we yeah. you're not gonna be able to keep up with it right so you've no. got to then go out of your way to validate and i think you've got to and and my point now is validate and question everything i think anything yeah. that comes through every email and every text and every phone call just take a step back on everything because now they can mimic your mother right so so you know you, you're never going to beat this stuff so you've got to fight it and get on the front foot with it don't turn a blind eye don't put your head in the sand because it's out there now and we've got to do our best to fight it uh, you know as a group as a collective group as a community we've got to do our best to fight it but just stay aware and i was going to say like just stay on top of the latest tricks that they do yeah. like just just keep up to date with all the things that are happening and that will make you a more alert as, as you go and one one i would add there before we close out here steve is i and i personally do this and my wife thinks i'm crazy because i do it but i actually look at our accounts every day in terms yeah. of what's going on like it's just a habit and so uh, you know i like to see what things moving the ins and outs and and that's another way of just picking up scams yeah. Yeah. because if you've gone on something and you know like i said something happened to someone in my family where they're taking money from her bank account because she clicked on a link and it infiltrated mm. her computer and then they scammers got on the account it was just it was crazy but if you're again if she was just actually looking at her account yeah would have seen transactions happening and and another part of that is just again how do you prevent it is just stay tuned and, and look at where your money's flowing and where things are at at any point in time and so hopefully other people out there do the same as me and actually look at their accounts daily because that's one way to to pick up if any money's gone out the back end somewhere you're going to pick it up before you know lots of it does go out so yeah really good conversation steve and you know before we close out here as i always say guys um, if you're getting any value from this please give us five stars on spotify apple or wherever you are listening and if you want to chat about your personal situation you can go onto the website link wealth group we do have a team of advisors you can take your pick and book through at no cost to see if we can even add any value to your situation whatsoever so steve before we close out mate any final ones no, just stay alert, stay on top of it. And uh, yeah, if they've got any questions, they can always come through to us and we can have a chat. Love it, mate. See you on the next one. See you, mate. Bye. Cheers.